Hello and welcome to episode 7, season 3 of the Weekly Freestyle. Very fortunate we've actually got another guest on with us today. And it's another fellow teammate of mine, Katie Shanahan. So Katie, thank you very much for joining us, first of all. No, thank you very much for having me on. I'm no worries. No worries at all. We were just kind of going back through your um, <clears throat> your results, actually, um, Katie. And obviously you had a massive breakout year at European Juniors 2021. And Ed Mildred was there, so that was out in Rome. And obviously we had Ed on really recently on the pod and he was um, racing his 103 and he had a really, you know, tough race, obviously, against Popovici and, and just got silver. But obviously you came home with two goals um, from that meet. So a real kind of great start to your junior career. And then this year just gone, so 2022, that's when we started to be on senior teams together. And we did um, Commonwealth Games together, obviously up in Birmingham, which was the great one for you, um, walking away with two bronze medals and then Rome getting that silver uh, on that international stage. So basically we've kind of known each other for quite a while and obviously ISL, both members of Yeah, ISL. Raw, so big up, um, one mm. more for the Raw. <laughs> All that. So uh, yeah, it's been, it's been quite a few years we've known each other and you're obviously out in Arizona at the moment. So uh, a few hours behind us, but you're out on altitude camp, um, which I did three years ago, actually, myself. Uh, so I think we're just going to institute. So how are you finding it at the moment? Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, I'm starting to settle in now. The start of the week was quite hard. Um, obviously, acclimatising to, like, the dryer and stuff and not being able to breathe as much. But, um, yeah, it's just all for the gain. So, yeah, but it's good. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. It's really good team out here as well and stuff. So, yeah, it's good. Oh, good stuff. Now, it is all for the gain. So I remember when I did it, Three years ago, it's like absolutely freezing this time of year, isn't it? I remember I was thinking yeah. it's like it's minus awful. 18 or something. Yeah, so is, bad. Yeah, so, um, oh, good stuff. So for people who don't know, um, Altitude is done in Flagstaff, our camp in Arizona, 7,000 feet above sea level. So oh, quite yeah. tasty. But a lot of runners, actually, Alex, do it out there. So mm -hmm. you know, Galen Rupp, yeah. I've seen him training and doing a few sessions um, out there. So, uh, yeah, a great, a great training environment. So, Katie, what's kind of your first memory of swimming and, and you know, what drew you to the pool and how did you get into it? Um, I, well, my mum actually put me into swimming when I was, like, really young. Um, and she used to do, like, the mother and toddler classes with me and stuff. And um, she always, like, tells me a story that, like, the other parents used to be, like, really scared to, like, duck their baby, like, underneath the water. But apparently I used to love it. So <laughs> my mum used to, like, demonstrate, like, ducking me under all the time and stuff. And, which is quite funny. Uh, and then I joined uh, my first swim team when I was five, so I was really young. Um, and then it's just been from then. Yeah, I moved to the city of Glasgow when I was 10. And then obviously I'm at Sterling now, 18. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And one thing we spoke about uh, with Ed and something that I experienced, when I went to my first junior team, I was 17 and I went to Israel mm -hmm. and I won the 200 IM. So the same event that you won, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was really like yeah. a breakout meet for me it's a really like develop like important developmental meet you know going to like an international stage and stamping your name and obviously it happened so quickly for you 2021 and then 2022 like what was the main thing you kind of took away from those junior meets you know bursting out onto the international stage like that yeah um I think well it was quite good because in 2021 we were the Europeans in the May in Budapest and then the European juniors in July so I think it was quite good for me to experience like the senior team before going on to the junior team and um, like, I learned so much from that um, obviously you were there and the whole Olympic team was there um, which was obviously amazing for me being I think I was si 16, 16 I think I was um, which is obviously like really young um, but no like, I had such a good time there and stuff and learned so much and I think the everything I learned kind of transferred into Rome mm -hmm. and then like the team there was amazing stuff like Hyman and 
like yeah obviously Ed was there as well he done really well um and I think just you know being from there for my last junior international meet I think I just really wanted to um make my mark and you know leave leave that in the behind and be have a good um what's the word good legacy is that the word? I don't know yeah yeah that um uh, so but yeah no I was really happy with how I done it um, European juniors and I think that also helped um set me up for like the senior teams and the ISL and following that as well so yeah and we've spoken to a, a few of our guests Katie before someone like Ed he was telling us about his stories with in other sports like judo how he started there and then he moved to swimming have you ever tried sort of anything else sporting wise or have you always just been um from like day dot in the pool doing lengths um no I used to do like so many sports when I was younger I used to do like so I stopped dancing I've done that most of my life I think I stopped that right before covid so i was 15 when i stopped so um quite recently actually i stopped that uh, i done gymnastics as well when i was 13. Uh, i used to trampolining i used to do football as well when i was younger girls and all mm-hmm. so i had done quite a lot of sports and um, but obviously something was like the main one and stuff and i just took over and i didn't really see me being anything else like could not see me being a gymnast like no way <laughs> No, pretty good striker in the making. Yeah, in another life. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so like you said, obviously, when we were out in um, uh, Budapest together in May, so obviously, yeah, you're right. The whole Olympic team were there, and you kind of gained a lot, a lot of knowledge. But then, twelve months later, you were out representing um, teams, uh, representing British women, you were also representing Scotland, and it was my first Commonwealth Games as well, and your first one, and you know, we both won our first ever Commies medals there. For me personally, it was a completely different vibe, like Team England compared to British swimming. Um, I was just wondering whether you found it how Team Scotland was compared to um, being part of British swimming. It seems like they always have like a, a pretty good, uh, a pretty good time when Team Scotland come together. Yeah, no, they do. Like it is weird, like how different. Like you said, it is like obviously like England and Team like British swimming in Scotland and British swimming and stuff. I don't really know why it's like so different. I think maybe because like obviously you only really get to represent your country every four years so it obviously is really special but no like all the Scots like they're so funny like I love them all and then obviously all the crowd as well was there it was amazing that mm. crowd like I know that you you said about it for Dino and yeah it was so good but yeah I don't really know like obviously there was quite a big difference I think um I don't I don't want to say it was less serious because obviously it was serious it was comedies but it was a bit of a laugh like Obviously, yeah, not in a good yeah. way, it was a laugh. Like, we're just taking the piss all the time. But, but yeah, no, like, obviously, being in the European team, like, with the in 2021 in Budapest, like, I found that, like, quite serious. But obviously, mm-hmm. with the Olympic team, and it was like a month before the Olympics, so it would be. But, but yeah. No, I, I completely agree. It is like they call it like the friendly games, you know, it's a bit more chilled, isn't it? And yeah. Especially like, mm-hmm. like British swimming is quite, can be quite intense sometimes. You know, it's quite strict, yeah. and you've got kind of deliver and stuff like that but it's a lot more friendly being at the Commonwealth Games I just remember like when like uh Duncan obviously I was on the podium with him a few times and we with Ross and stuff like that like just belting yeah. out Flower of Scotland like you could yeah that's so funny. like so many more England fans but you could just hear the Scots <laughs> so loudly so um yeah <laughs> that was, that was great, but it is it is yeah but saying that I am a big fan of Jerusalem <laughs> yeah bigger yeah I think it's the, yeah two Jerusalem fans over here as well no it was it was really good <laughs> Um, just just before we move on to kind of your um, senior career so far, so you obviously moved to the National Centre quite recently. Um, 
which is obviously a really, really big change. I remember I've spoken about moving to Bath for the first time and how, you know, so different to like a club program and like being an age group swimmer. Um, does the current setup, does it, does it suit you? Uh, you know, obviously it's not a million miles away from where you, where you started off. Um, and, you know, did you ever get tempted to go out to America? I know a lot of young swimmers get a lot of offers out there. Um, you know, how are you finding the setup in Sterling? Yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. Actually, I've been there for six months now in association with Teggy and um, Brad Hazel. It's just so good. Like, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. Um, I didn't really think about going to America. Like, I had quite a lot of offers, but mm. I didn't ever really want to go. I think, like, Sterling was the one place for me like as well even like thinking about going down to Bath or Loughborough like, I didn't really ever think about going there um but yeah no uh, it is really good like the training obviously program is under um Jan so the Albrecht test which I used to do in Glasgow so there's not really much of a difference in like programs and stuff like I'm just kind of um doing the same as what I was doing like last year and stuff which is good so I know that like some people um have came up from England to obviously like change programs you know change like literally change the country stuff um, but for me like I'm like 30 minutes away from home so it is really good for me um I love myself as well and student accommodation which is all right yeah mm. I mean I think next year like obviously in May when I, I think better have my own flat and stuff but mm. um but well, I'm really enjoying it like the group as well is so good you know I think it's such like a already as a successful team but I think we can do some good things together and obviously under Steve and Brad I think they'll they'll be pushing us and they'll help us to get to where we need to be. Yeah it is a really really successful program up in Sterling and when I went out to Altitude three years ago so I was training it was it was um, Stephen Tiggs group from Sterling it was Dave Hemmings group from Loughborough yeah. and then I was the only person who wasn't in one of those two groups who went along oh, so yeah. I had to kind of like try out two different because that's what it is at the moment it's, it's Dave Hemmings and Stephen Tigg in Altitude yeah. with you at the moment yeah. but I got to try out, um, yeah, some different kind of training philosophies. Like you said, if you come from a certain philosophy um, as an age group swimmer and then you move into that same one or a similar one as a senior swimmer, it's quite a smooth transition. So for myself, down in Bath, Dave's very like threshold and heart rate focused, and that's what I came from at Maidenhead. But for the people who don't know, you do, it's called the Jan Altbrecht system of training, and it's um, kind of come from this, uh, like, genius of sports physiology so would you be able to just like give a quick rundown of what it is to people who, who don't really know what that system of training is yeah so it's um honestly it's, it's so confusing like <laughs> even I still like don't understand it like Jan actually came in at the start of the, um the season in September and he came and he like explained all it is and still I don't understand like it's mad how like um knowledgeable and how much of a genius he is to actually make that up but um basically it's a it's a test we do to get um training paces training times and stuff and we kind of go off that and like so obviously you know does threshold and I know a lot of other people do the love brand bath and stuff but like we would never ever do threshold as part right. of that it's more um more not lower level stuff but yeah it was really hard. To, I'm really sorry. That was probably the worst explanation ever. But is it yeah, less, it's like all different less intense stuff, as in lower level. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. it's more or less intense. Yeah, so like, I wouldn't like obviously like Dino would as a threshold set. He'd probably do like like thirty ones like dish mm -hmm. or whatever. Whereas like for us, we do not fifties, but like hundreds descend into like fast bits and then a lot of like easy rest. Mm -hmm. So it's not as intense, but it is intense. 
yeah, yeah. Probably I ask someone to explain it because that was the worst explanation. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll get some. We'll get some other Sterling swimmers. We might even get Tiggy. Might get Duncan on at some point. Um, chat to them about yeah, it. Yeah. when I when I like experienced it. So, um, Dave, my coach, he does. So everything's heart rate based. Okay, so he'll say, right, you got to do 30 100s mm-hmm. at threshold, and threshold is 30 beats below your max heart rate, 30 to 25 beats. So that's like 170 BPM to 175 BPM. Um, but when I went and trained at altitude with Sterling's group doing the Jan Albrecht system. It's much more, the majority of your week is kind of a lot of skills, easy swimming, um, you know, smooth, slow. That's why Duncan's technique is so good because, Mm -hmm. you know, you do so much work. But then the high quality bits are really, really high quality and um, hard, hard, fast, but short amounts, you know, but you you have to be, you have to do a certain test and you've got to be a certain level of like freshness. Yeah. Yeah. So we do the test like, so we just done one there before we came out um, Mm -hmm. and we'll probably do one again before trials, but it tells us like, um it's so like our VO yeah our VO two max and then our some oh my god that's really bad I don't know the second one but it tells us two things and like whatever like numbers they are so like the higher they are um the more like harder training you've got to do mm-hmm. and then if they're really low then you've got to do like lower level stuff and more easy stuff like less meters and stuff which is weird because like I would have thought if you'd have lower numbers you'd probably mm-hmm. need to work harder to get them back up but it's the opposite. Um, but yeah, Dino, you actually explained that better. Oh, thanks, Alex. Um, that. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I want to know who Jan is. Oh yeah, is Jan? He's, isn't he like he's Dutch or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, he's oh, he's Dutch, and his wife as well. Like it's him and his wife who've like came up with this. But like they were the only two people in the world that like know like the mm. formula and stuff. So like no one else knows. It's just them two. So you, you send your scores like, off to this guy, yeah, this Dutch guy, and he mm-hmm. analyzes the scores and then tells you whether you've trained. Sounds like a, bit like a cult. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. Um, but how, how are your scores just out of interest, Katie? Yeah, the, my recent scores are actually quite good. Um, I'm having to work a bit harder, but because they were quite high, um, more meters mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but like, I suppose that is good that my they were high, they were higher. But I think it's because we just came out of a block after short course. Um, Scott short course here in December where we've mm. done like two 60k weeks and um, which is like really not used to doing that like I, I've not done a 60k week ever in my life um so the 60ks are working for me which is not the best thing but yeah <laughs> oh good stuff well it's good to know that the scores are um the scores are pretty high and let's go back to last season Katie yeah. Obviously, uh Tom touched on your like, unreal okay. junior career but I guess last season last summer especially was maybe your first steps onto the senior stage um, do you want to take us through um, your achievements at, at commies and, and also at, at Europeans? Yeah, so um, obviously going to commies, um, like I, I didn't really have the best of seasons last year. I was really unwell at trials and then I had an injury in May, so I, I didn't really swim that well at trials and then like May in June I wasn't swimming that well. Um, so I was a bit apprehensive on how I was actually going to swim at trials. At, um, commies, I didn't really know. I was going to do well or not but I kind of just wanted to like prove myself not to myself but to other people as well that um you know that like I do deserve to be there even after like the season I had um but yeah obviously getting that first bronze medal and the phone round on the first night I think that kind of set me up for the rest of the week I did not expect at all to be getting that medal um I was in lane one I remember and I just thought like might as well just go for it like see what I can do um not hold back or anything and obviously it worked out, it worked out, got the bronze, and then the 200 back was, I think, the fourth day, so I was, like, still, like, buzzing off that bronze medal, I really wanted another medal, I was, like, really hungry for another one, and then, obviously, it was, like, a really tough field, it was, like, 
Kaylee McCune, um, Kelly Massman, Atherton, all those girls in it, and then I could. I was in lane six, and then like the other three girls were like next to me, so I couldn't really see Minna over the other side. Um, so I didn't really know like where I was or anything. But yeah, I've got the bronze again, so I was really happy with that. And then I think just going from commies into Europeans, um, I think like the, I think I just like kept going, and the adrenaline from commies just kind of transferred into. Um, going into Rome and stuff and then obviously I got the 200 back silver medal on the first night which I wasn't expecting again so yeah, amazing, yeah it's just yeah yeah um, no, thank you and then I think like the team as well like at Europeans like obviously you know that was like your third um, mm. meet of the season and a lot of other people so like I'm sure like everyone was tired and stuff but like, it didn't seem that way at all I don't know about you but like everyone was like full of energy and stuff so I think that's um, what helped me as well the team behind me yeah, no, um, just just quickly about that Rome one. Yeah, no, I think um, just watching you get that medal, you know, and still deliver and still be on the podium was brilliant. I remember being absolutely spent. Like I was, I was just so knackered by that third meet. And then you're obviously watching you and Will. We obviously went on and got yeah. a medal, so it was incredible that you're still able to do that yeah. into the into the. No, thank you. And Katie, what would you say your highlight of 2022 was, swimming-wise? Oh, um, or in general. Um, yeah, uh, I think probably getting the medal in the phone drive for Scotland just because it was like my first one and first mm. homies and stuff and obviously having like my own and stuff in the crowd is so amazing and being there so yeah I'd say that. Yeah yeah oh brilliant and so that's obviously your career with Scotland and your progression into the National Centre but we've obviously spent quite a bit of time at ISL together for London Raw um, and I mean, I don't know how you found us. I thought it's a bit of an unusual experience. You know, it's a bit different. You're with yeah. like a team for really long time. You're like stuck in one place and kind of racing. And obviously, mm. there's been a lot of controversy around athletes not being paid and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, but I mean, you you had a, a storm of like an ISL. I remember you were like mm. cleaning up on those four M's. Obviously, two backs and stuff. A really, really successful meet at such a young age as well. You know, obviously, you're you're 18 now. Um, you know, that means you're kind of making a career and you're making a living from it. Has that been something you've had to kind of adjust to? Has it been weird or has it just been like a, a natural mm. progression? Well, I say you'd be making a living like, if, if we get paid, we'd probably be making Yeah, <laughs> I know if we ever do. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'd say like, uh, it's quite, it, it was quite natural. Like, I think obviously being picked for that team, I wasn't picked as the, was that a draw that they'd done? Like oh, that a draft they thing? did. Yeah, yeah. Weird, uh-huh. the draft, yeah. And then I wasn't picked for that, but then, Rob Woodhouse called me the um, general manager of ISL of London Rose, sorry, um, yeah. called me, I think it was like before juniors and mm. then obviously told me that I was going and stuff. So um but like I I don't know, like, obviously I didn't really know anyone at all on London Rose, like they even know Freya or anyone, um, which is oh. mad to think that. Um so like, I I was really, really nervous going, um because I didn't really know anyone and it was literally feel like Olympians and world champions and everything but like everyone was so nice and I think like I fit in quite well which is good and then obviously the racing and being in Italy and yeah it was honestly it was kind of just like a holiday a lot of racing yeah. in the side as well <laughs> yeah it was uh, good yeah, really enjoyed yeah, it no, Naples Naples looked like a good time so that was the first block of ISL yeah. so I wasn't there for that one I came from the Eindhoven one which is a little oh bit. yeah you were in there yeah yeah I know I heard mm. it was a, it was a good laugh though that was right after that was good yeah I think yeah. we on holiday that we were all in Croatia Alex and I were on a little yeah, we might have oh nice tour away yeah. um, I think you might have spent five minutes looking at the results yeah I did <laughs> I checked the results out from our holiday so um but no it looked, it looked really good fun and, and 
just just quickly before we move on to some stuff away from the pool um we're 18 months away from the olympics now um which is crazy so three years ago when i went to us so I'm, I, I'm flying to australia tomorrow morning for that warm weather camp like you mentioned yeah. um and the last time i did it was three years ago which was 18 months away from tokyo i mean you know, i can't believe it's gone that quickly but we're now 18 months away from paris yeah. obviously you'll have your sights set on that and already achieve medals in the senior stage have you got a plan for what you want to do at paris have you set yourself some goals is it something you'd be be willing to share yeah um honestly like i've not really thought about it to be honest i'm not obviously 18 months is not a long time at all it'll go by in a flash I'm sure but um I don't know I think obviously it's in my sights obviously I'd love to be on that team but I just like to like take the years as they come you know this year obviously focusing on getting to the world champs there in um, Japan in July and stuff and then I think once that's over then I can really focus on um, Paris but obviously it's going to always be in the back of my mind and stuff but I like to just take one year at a time try not to think about too much at the one time because then I feel like I just get caught up in myself and um and stuff but yeah I'm, I'm excited for it it should be good and obviously now training under Steve and stuff and Sterling I think that you know Steve knows exactly what to do and you know I I do have a lot of goals for it and um, obviously one being making the team and stuff and then hopefully seeing where I'm at to be making finals semi-finals um but yeah just just see when the months come take every day by day and yeah just keep yeah I think I think that's brilliant um and obviously mm -hmm. with Tiggy you know so much Olympic experience Duncan being the most mm -hmm. decorated British athlete from a single Olympics and he had a stormer and and obviously uh, Kathleen's back racing now isn't she she was racing yeah the, she's back that's, that's yeah, great back. So, so Kathleen mm -hmm. obviously had an incredible year leading up to the Olympics and and went to Europeans and I think she broke the European record in the 100 and then obviously went on to win the gold on the mixed and the mixed relay and she mm -hmm. and, and, and Kathleen's a backstroker trains up at Sterling so surely that'd be a great training partner for you as well yeah no it's so good um it's good as well because like she's back in the water now mm. um and like starting like training again because last season she was a bit in and out obviously with her back and stuff but um no hopefully in the lead up to trials we can get some good backstroke sets in together mm -hmm. which will be good and away from the pool um Tom mentioned that up in Scotland you actually have to do you have to study while you're doing doing your training is that something you have to do yeah and also, what what kind of things are you you doing to relax and doing at the weekends when you're yeah. not uh, getting in the slow hard yards? Yeah, so I'm studying at the moment. I'm my I'm doing journalism and sports studies. So yeah, I just started my first year. It's all right. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's uni. Sorry. How you finding how you finding uni accommodation like freshers and stuff like that? Yeah, it's it's actually all right. Um, it's not too bad. Like I've got a studio apartment, which is really good. Um, so I'm by myself. So mm -hmm. I, it's like still a bit loud, but it's not like. It's yeah. not nowhere near would it be as bad if I'm sharing with nine other people. Like that would be my worst nightmare. Like would not want to be doing that. Um, but yeah, I think outside the pool, I don't really know. Like I like to read and watch Netflix, obviously, and I like just spending time with like my friends and mm -hmm. family and stuff. And I like going to cinema as well. Nice, yeah. very, very nice. What yeah. What is your your latest Netflix binge or what you've seen in the cinema recently that you know listeners um, should see? So it's not actually on Netflix, it's on um, Sky or Night TV. It's called The White Lotus. don't know if you've heard oh, of it. That's brilliant. Oh, it's so good. So You need to watch it. It's so good. Season right. two is so much better than season one, but right. it's amazing. I'm, I'm going to jump on that. that. Um, yeah. and, and just yeah. about the um, first year living in student comedy, I think the studio is the way to go because... <laughs> I remember when I was yeah. in first year, I lived with 18 people in my accommodation. 18? Yeah. Oh, God. And we had to share one kitchen. <laughs> I'd get in from training in the evening and it just got so minging in there. 
There'll be no room to cook oh, or anything. No. So, yeah, I think it's a way to go and then getting yourself a place next year. Sounds yeah. Good. This was not mm. coming from training. Yeah. We, we just wanted to ask you about some some common advice you'd pass on. So obviously you're only 18, so you're still so young in the sport, but already achieved mm. at the senior level and the junior level and things like that. Have you progressed up through mm. that club programme when you're 18, you know, moved to a national centre, like a similar path to myself. And is there anything, you know, if you could kind of go back and, and speak to young um young swimmers young girls especially you know who are obviously doing loads of other sports like you did is there one bit of advice that you would you would pass on um to, to someone in in their shoes um probably like as cliche as it sounds just like enjoy it like yeah. absolutely no pressure at all like i think like when like you're 15 16 and stuff like what's the point of putting pressure on yourself you know mm. like obviously understandably if you're getting to like that high senior international stage yeah but you know, I think it's so important that you're just enjoying it and stuff, like taking every day as it is and, and mm. that. And yeah, just not focusing too much on what other people are doing and just mm. focusing yourself in your training, I'd say. Yeah, I, th- I think that's brilliant. And you know what? I'm always trying to remind myself about even now, you know, like even these past few weeks, it's like mm. finding enjoyment from training and finding enjoyment in the tough sets. Yeah. And- your friends and things like that and and that mm. kind of leads me on to my, yeah. my final question is about friends and friendship really and obviously um my training partner freya anderson is a is a close pal of yours uh and you've kind of become pretty good friends over Shit, the last yes. few years and you like hanging out mm. together and and celebrating after the competitions and things like that so is yeah. there anything you know um that you really yeah. like admire about <laughs> admire about freya or uh, as a person as an athlete i know you two get on really um well. yeah no i do i actually admire so much but freya like like, I know, like, I probably never say this to her because, like, I just never really get around to this type of conversations. But honestly, like, see, like, after, like, the years she's had and stuff, like, obviously, like, after Olympics, I know that she didn't really swim as well she wanted to, which she wants to, but, like, she bounced back after that. Um, I know she's had a few injuries. She's bounced back after that. You know, I think she's just so resilient and stuff. And for her to just keep going and, you know, I think the... British really teams would be absolutely nowhere without her. Like mm-hmm. she's like the leading lady of all those. Obviously, you know, shout out to all the big girls, but without Freya, I don't think, you know, they'd be as successful as they would be. And I think she's such a big player in British women and in the team as well. And I love her. Yeah. Best friends. Oh no, that's, that's really sweet. Yeah. And, and yeah, no, she is. She's I mean, yeah. in the relay team. Mm-hmm. Super important. Great trainer as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure she'll uh, want you to come back down to Bath and visit at some point. Oh yeah, um, she she will be yes. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good fun. I see. I see that you guys big each other up on Instagram as well, dropping the uh, the comments in each other's pictures. Yeah. yeah, I need to start doing that a little bit more. I need to start doing that a little bit. When are you going to drop yeah, the perfect, 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 perfect? Yeah, I know. Need to start doing that. Katie, before we let you go, and thank you so much for your time, um, you may have heard before, but we we have a place on uh, the week freestyle called The Cool Room. Uh, it's quite literal for swimmers, but we see it as kind of a metaphorical place as well um, for people to go before there. There are the big challenges, um, whether it's a physical thing or maybe something at work or something at school. And we invite all our guests in there and we ask them two simple questions. Uh, what kind of what music are you listening to uh, in the cool room, whether it's a song or an artist? And also, what piece of advice are you giving yourself in there um, that we then like to share with with our other guests? So yeah, we'd ask you for your your track, your artist, and uh, your piece of advice. Mm, what Freya said. What did Freya go for? Uh, Freya was Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. That was oh, it. Oh, classic. Yep. Megan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she said that uh, it's important just to enjoy enjoy yeah. what she does. Um, yeah. Ed was Kendrick Lamar and um, mm. keeping it chill. Oh, yeah. 
real basic. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what I listen to. I love like the weekend and like Fair again, like them two. Also, Megan the Stallion as well, but I wouldn't listen to that before um, a race. Um, yeah, probably Fair again. I love like his um, music gets him really pumped up. Also, oh, like Travis Scott as well. Just released Rumble, haven't yeah. we? It's on Spotify now. Yeah. You get it? And then a bit of advice, um, probably just relax. Like, why are you getting so worked up before a race? Just relax. Like, everything's going to be okay. Mm. Yeah. And also, like, take in the crowd. Like, if you're obviously like, commies or Europeans or whatever, just like, I like to listen to the cheers and stuff. So, yeah. What would you just jump in on that? What would you say your the best crowd is that you swam in front of? Because Commies looked oh, was incredible. mega. But well, you were in there. Yeah. I was in there, but also Rome was good as oh, well. Yeah. But maybe some of the junior yeah. was good too. Um, yeah, no, definitely Commies, but also Europeans because I remember um the final the turned your back and like I was in I was like I walked out before Margarita Panzera and I've honestly God never heard like a louder crowd. <laughs> yeah when she came out like seriously I was actually like my ears are so like it was mm. so loud but yeah she was Italian, she was Italian back I remember it, it went yeah uh, I remember there was an Italian team walking out right before us as the relay team and the <laughs> place went nuts like the roof came yeah. off and they announced the British wow. team and it was like yeah. <laughs> 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 I love, I love it though. other than Alex and like two of my other mates who, uh, who came along so no, I, I remember that really well well look Katie thank you so much for your time I know you've got a busy okay. busy schedule uh, of training out now too and it's tough uh, you need to get all the recovery you can but thank you so much for joining us and thank you everyone for listening please keep sending in questions any suggestions and look we've got some big guests in the work so please anyone else you want to hear from we'll get it sorted and thank you very much See you next week. Well, thank you very much for having me on.